You are now listening to season two, episode 30. We're not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they're not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. Everyone is staying safe. Winter season is almost here, and... I hope everyone is staying warm, taking care of themselves, taking care of their home, their bodies, their mind, their spirit. You know, this year has been crazy with this pandemic, and I know a lot of people have lost jobs. A lot of people have found, you know, work in other areas and places. And I just wanted to say that to be gentle with yourself and never be ashamed of where you are right now, if you are considered struggling, this too shall pass. You know, um, I kind of wanted to talk about a time in my life a couple of years ago where I just really felt lost. I felt lost, and that's normal, okay? (laughs) If you're in your 20s or even 30s, you know, I feel like you you could feel lost spiritually or mentally, at any point in any age of your life because that's normal. So I don't even want to like break this down into an age group because you could be in your mid thirties and feel like, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? You know? So, or have a midlife crisis in your forties or fifties. But I feel like as an adult, everybody feels this way and that's normal. And I feel like a lot of us, not a lot of us, but I feel like people don't acknowledge that this emotion is normal to feel. And a lot of us could feel alone. And I know I did. I felt very, very alone when I was in my early 20s and I had my business. I'm popping on social media. I just moved to Atlanta and I'm trying to really figure shit out. And I felt very alone because I felt a lot of pressure to look like not even look like, to just have it all fucking figured out, you know? Um, A lot of people will project negativity because they perceive you in a certain light from whatever lens that they decided to pick up and look at. And when I was in my early 20s, it was a lot of, like, figuring out what the fuck I'm doing. And it was a lot of pressure because, again, I'm, I'm on social media. I have a large following. There's a lot of people who look up to me because I have a business or they like me because of the way I dress. And it was a lot of pressure. And I think that if I wasn't popular or well-known online, it would be totally different. And with social media, you have so many fucking opinions where everybody just always has something to say about something, you know? People say things about people's relationship, choices, decisions. Like, people always fucking have something to say. And it's only online. It's nowhere else. So I had to deal with things like that where people was like, oh, Anaya, I thought you was a stylist or Anaya. Like, people always have something to say. It's because it's convenient to do. It's easy to sit around and talk about somebody else's life because you ain't got shit going on for yourself. Because <laughs> if you did, you wouldn't be talking about other fucking people and what they doing with their life. But that's neither here nor there. But I say all that to say... I know what it feels like to be a young 20-year-old not knowing what the fuck you about to do next and having pressure from outside influences about what you're doing with your life, whether that be friends, family, or society. And I think everybody goes through that phase. 
And I wouldn't say that I was depressed because the word depressed is very serious. I don't take that as a joke, like, oh, I was depressed. Oh. You know, like people throw that word around just like they do toxic or vibes and energy. Like people throw that shit around in love. You know, people throw love around. But depression is very serious. I wouldn't say that I was depressed. I felt like I was falling into a depression in my early 20s because I didn't, I felt like I had no direction. I didn't feel like I had much guidance or support or help. And I felt very, very alone. And when you feed that energy, you will stay in that energy. So I started to feel sorry for myself. I was gaining weight. My weight was going up and down, up and down. My eating habits was crazy. My choices in friends were poor. My choices in men were poor. You know, it's just because I wasn't vibrating high. I wasn't thinking highly of myself. I was allowing this negative energy to basically consume me. And that's for a lot of people. And this is why you see so many people online talking about other people and what they're doing. It's because they're on a low vibrational energy. They're not happy with themselves. Happy people don't have time to talk about what the fuck other people are doing. Even though I was in that energy, I never projected that energy onto other people. So at that time, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with myself, how I'm going to make myself happy and get out of this, I started praying. And that's when my spiritual journey started. Never be ashamed of where you are. This might be tea for some crusty hoe, but it's my testimony. Never, ever be ashamed of where you are. I was living in my aunt's basement trying to figure my fucking life out, trying to figure out what am I going to do next? How am I going to show up as my higher self, how am I going to boss up? How am I going to be a grown-ass woman? I'm out here. I'm talking about I'm grown. Oh, okay, let me see you, grown woman. I had to show up and show out for myself. I didn't do it for social media. I didn't do it for my parents. I did it for my motherfucking self. And anything that you're doing needs to be for yourself. Personal development. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to elevate my thinking, my lifestyle, who I hung around. I knew the friends I had at that time didn't serve me. We have very low vibrational fucking conversations, friends calling to gossip and shit and talk about bullshit. It's like, eh, because they also feeding off that energy. You could either entertain it or dub it. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, that's when I started praying more. I started getting more connected to God. And God is not a fucking religion. Excuse my French, because a lot of people feel like you have to tie yourself to a religion to be connected to God. You know, I say I'm spiritual and motherfuckers is asking me, do you believe in God? Like, get out of here with that goofy shit. Yes, I do believe in God. I also believe that God created the universe and I thank the universe for allowing me to live life here. Yes. <laughs> you know, I also believe in my ancestors and spirit guides and guardian angels. Yes. So for me, I really started to tap in to how I was, to, to, to how I was feeling, and I, and I had to recognize what I was going through. And I think that's the biggest thing is being aware of where you are and, and making a change and acknowledging that you need to make a change. That's the first step. I know I wanted to make a change. I know I was tired of feeling like this. I was like, all right, something got to give. You know, and I started getting detailed with my prayers and I started having detailed conversations. I started seeing angel numbers. I started really tapping in. And 
I just feel like personally, you can't run away from your gift that God has granted you. My gift is a healer in my own way. You know, there's other people that are spiritual and healers or brujas or whatever. They do what they do, but I do what the fuck I do. <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody else could present something that I'm presenting, but package it differently than what I'm doing. And that's fine. That's like school. You have different teachers that teach the same fucking subject, but you like this person's teaching, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But I had to realize that I had to go through what I go through so I can be able to talk about it like I'm doing right now because somebody else needs to hear this. Somebody else needs to hear that, I, yes, Anaya did struggle. <laughs> yes, Anaya was stressed out. Yes, Anaya was panicking. Yes, Anaya was trying to figure out the fuck she was doing with herself. Yes, that's normal, you guys. That's normal. Don't be afraid or ashamed of where you started. You know, like a lot of people be so ashamed to say, yes, I have struggled. Yes, I had like a couple of hundred dollars and was making it fucking stretch. What's tea to you is my testimony. And I'm telling you guys, never be ashamed of where you are. Because where I was, God picked me up. Not a hater, not a bitch who's crusty hating online from a fake page because she's vibrating low. No, God picked me up. He picked me up and dusted me off and said, come on, child, we got work to do. Period. So never be ashamed of where you are on your journey in life because life is a journey. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to meet people that, that are just not for you and, you, and you have to have discernment. You have to read people, read the room. You feel me? You're going to have to deal with relationships. Like my mother told me, you're going to kiss a bunch of frogs before you get to the prince. That's fine. I think people need to get out of this fairy tale lifestyle or shit that's just not realistic. Life is a journey. You're going to go through a journey before you get to wherever the fuck you think you're supposed to be at. And I had to enjoy the process. I talked about enjoying the process on this podcast. I talked about, you know, praying for things and and waiting for divine timing. I've talked about all of this before, but I'll just reiterate for those who may be new or haven't listened to the first season. But <clears throat> but overall, like, <laughs> enjoy the journey. Do not skip the process because you will, the universe will give you that 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 issue and it will be packaged differently and it will be presented by a different person in a different way you know um if you have childhood trauma deal with it when you feel necessary to deal with it don't deal with it because somebody told you you should or don't deal with it because you know you heard somebody on youtube or a podcast talk about child deal when you are ready to heal that wound because it is ugly you will be crying, you will be sad, you will be like, what the fuck? And then, and you know, because people think a healing process is cute. It's really not. It's fucking, it's, it's ghetto, girl. It's ghetto. But you cannot be ashamed of where you are. Embrace it. Embrace it because God is not going to give you nothing that you cannot handle. He is not going to give you a battle that he knows you cannot fight. He knows what you are capable of. He knows what you can handle. He's just watching to see if you're going to give up and turn your cheek or you're going to actually fight and go through this. And honestly, anything that God has gave me, I fought through it. I'm a goddess. I'm a warrior goddess. You know, a lot of people may perceive me as spicy or I'm not humble or I'm not this, I'm not that. Listen, I'm a warrior. 
You know, I don't call myself the annihilator for nothing. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and reinvent yourself. You, you know, a lot of people think it's finding yourself. It's creating yourself, you know. Um, for those who may not know what Lovecraft is, there's an episode where Hippolyta, she, she names herself, and that episode is so powerful, and... I feel like sometimes women, we get so lost and caught up on titles and who we are to, to a man, who we are to the world, who we are to our parents, who we are to our lover, you know, or just even men too. You know, men have a lot of pressure in the society of what a man is supposed to do in a relationship or what a man is supposed to provide, you know, financially. Sometimes we get so caught up on these worldly things and sometimes we have to name ourselves. And that episode was so powerful and it, and it was emotional because you get to see her evolve through the different places that she placed herself in. And she was fucking fearless and she was powerful. And, and it's sad to say, you know, when you are working on yourself and when you are tapping into your gifts and your powers and when you're tapping into the higher divine and level, there's a lot of people that's gonna be intimidated by that, a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people that is going to bring up your past. There's going to be a lot of people that, you know, have shit to say. There's a lot of people that are going to try to bring you back to that energy you used to be in because that's where they are and that's what's comfortable for them. And you have to prevail. You have to surpass that. And I will encourage anybody who's on this journey to keep going, keep evolving, keep learning, keep loving, keep going do not give up on yourself nobody is going to be there for you besides you and when you show up for you oh your higher self is going to be so happy and proud like what's up bitch i've been waiting on your ass <laughs> what took you so long oh, okay you had to go through a couple of detours it's all good i ain't going nowhere i was just waiting here for you show up for yourself you know we we see that fucking quote all the time on social media you know visualize as your higher self and show up as her Nah, really do that. <laughs> really do that. Don't be posting these motivational quotes unless you're really about it. Really do that. Do that. But never be ashamed of your starting point. I was never ashamed of where I started because I knew that's not where I was going to end up. It was temporary. If you're struggling and you're trying to figure out your business, your finance, your career, that is temporary. That too shall pass. Do not get consumed in that energy because if you do, you will get stuck there. You will be, you don't want to be the person who's a, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. No, be the person that says, this is my testimony. I used to be like this. I was like this. I thought like that. And now I'm like this. Be that person. Be your higher self. Don't be the person who plays a victim to life, who let life live them and they didn't live their life. Be present in your life. Show up for yourself. Be present. Fight for your happiness. Fight for your freedom. Fight for your privacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, fight for the things that you want in your life. It's not going to be handed to you. You could, you, could, you could pray all day, but you got to work for that shit. When I was praying, I was working towards that. God was watching me. I know he was. He's like, all right, Anaya, I see you doing your thing. You've been putting the work in for the last six, seven months. Let me drop a, let me drop a blessing on you. 
I see you've been working on yourself. I see you've been practicing this. I see you let me drop a blessing on you. Before you know it, the, 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 the gates of heaven is flooding me with blessings. I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm just here to remind you guys, this too shall pass. You're not going to be in this moment. This pandemic is going to pass. You're going to look past. You're going to look at 2020 and be like, damn, I really survived a lot of shit. And be proud of that. Don't let nobody make you feel shameful. Don't let nobody make you feel low about where you used to be. Try not to get emotional. <laughs> but don't let nobody make you feel away. Because people will try to make you feel away because that's how they feel about themselves. People don't like to see other people happy when they're not happy. You know what I'm saying? Protect your blessings. Protect your peace, protect your home, protect your kids, protect your relationship, protect your business. Be very mindful who you tell people certain things. Everybody who's smiling your face ain't your friend. You know what I'm saying? And be mindful of who is your friends. And be mindful of people that want to pour life and love and light into you. And be open to receive that good energy as well. Not only protecting yourself from negativity, but also opening up for love opening up for abundance, opening up for love and light. And when you do, you'll meet people that vibe like you, that get you. <laughs> and you won't feel like the outcast or the black sheep or, you know? I used to feel like that for a while, like, damn, can't nobody fucking connect with me. You know what I'm saying? But you'll find like-minded people like yourself. I'm blessed and thankful that I have this podcast where I get to talk my shit with y'all. <laughs> and y'all receive it however y'all receive it, but y'all heard it. It's a blessing. I'm happy that I didn't give up on myself because that was easy to do. I'm happy that I didn't allow strangers to project their negativity on me or their insecurities upon me or their failures upon me that I said, nah, fuck that. <laughs> oh, I took that negative energy and I make it work in my favor. Learn how, to, learn how to take negative energy and what people say and their opinions and their inputs or their judgmental comments and acting like they perfect and shit like they don't sin like everybody else. You take that energy and you, you use that as fuel and you keep pushing, you keep prevailing, you keep progressing in life, you keep elevating, you keep going. Because you're going to reach new chapters and areas in your life. You know, I started this podcast last year. I'm not even nowhere mentally or physically where I used to be. I have a new place. I have a new car. I have a relationship, a new mindset, a new attitude, a new perspective on life. I told you guys, every day you should be learning something new. Every day I'm learning something new, whether it's about me or other people. Just watching and learning reading and learning, experiencing life, going out in the real world and learning. A lot of people think learning is being on their phone all day. Nah, bro, sometimes you gotta be present and show up for yourself. I don't have the answers for you, but I can guide you to where you find your own answers within. And when you, start, when you stop resisting, 
Because I, I was resisting for a while, you know. I thought that people would judge me because, oh, and I ain't trying to be spiritual now. Spirituality is so trendy. And for them people that feel like that, let me tell you something. Spirituality has been around before I was a twinkle in my mother's eye. So what you think is trendy is not really trendy. It's just that we, are, we have social media and everything is exposed times cracked than it was before, you know. So it's just like for people that think so negatively and low vibrational like that, like, oh, it's trendy, everybody want to do, everybody should want to heal themselves, bitch. <laughs> Does that make it trendy when everybody says they're Christian? Like, come on, like people so ignorant, I just be like, child, I can't. But no, I'm, I'm happy to see people tap into their spirituality because if you're black or Latino, that is your truth, that is your roots, period. Tapping into the universe, you know, getting connected with, with, with the elements, fire, earth, wind, water. Those are things that we, we have here, so we should be connected. So if you're black or Hispanic, and somebody tells you that your spirituality is trendy, you check their ass, period. Because a lot of y'all be real fucking ignorant with that low energy. I be like, get out of here with that. What you on? Trendy. A lot of y'all bitch whole lifestyle is trendy. Your fucking outfit is trendy, shut up. It ain't trendy when somebody wants to heal themselves and get connected with God on, on, a, on a deeper level. Who the fuck are you to say it's trendy? Yeah, I guess it is trendy to get connected with God. <laughs> it is trendy to get connected and, and heal your chakras. Yeah, it is fucking trendy because a lot of us need fucking guidance and help. You know? So for those who think like that and have that negative way of thinking, we're going to send you some love and light because I'm sorry you feel that way. But for those who are tapping in, I'm happy and proud of you. And keep going. And don't let nobody stop what you're doing. Don't let nobody discourage you. Don't let nobody make you feel low about where you used to be or your come up or where you started at. You're not there no more. And if you are there right now, you're going to get past it. You're not going to be where you stuck at forever. You're not. Where you are now, you're not going to be here next year. Period. If you're working at that job and you've been working hard, God see you, he's going to give you that upgrade. He's going to give you that blessing. If you've been putting in work into your business, God see you, he's going to bless you. God see you ain't been focused on shit that don't serve you. He see you ain't gossiping, getting into the devil's energy. He see you, he's going to bless you, sis. God see you've been working on yourself. God see you've been working out. God see you, he see, he watch everything, everything. So don't ever get it twisted. We all got the same 24 hours. Get connected with God. Start talking. Start praying. Start writing things down. Start getting serious about your game plan. Start getting serious with your manifestations. Start visualizing how you see yourself. Start feeding yourself positive, uplifting, encouraging things. And then you could pour into other people. I had to pour into myself before I could pour in anybody's cup. Before I could even think about making a podcast. Get real with yourself, sis. All right, you guys. So I went ahead and shuffled my Oracle deck, and this is from Rebecca Campbell, Work Your Light. And I just shuffled this, and this is the card that came out. So this is the Star Mother card, and it says, how can you mother yourself? I'm going to read what this card represents and just give you guys what I feel and think that this card represents. 
So let's just get right into it. It says, you are more healed than you could possibly imagine. Loved and cherished so dearly, if you knew, you would not spend one second of your life in separation, worry, or fear. Let the mother carry your burden. Let her rock away your fears. Lay all your worries, regrets, shame, and guilt on her altar. Please, please, sweet child, do not fear. You are loved in motion. If you allow, if you allow it, you have already healed. Let her remind you of your goodness. Let her love away your fears. Your capacity to love and hold others is limited to your capacity to love and hold yourself. Be compassionate with your sweet body, mind, and soul. Treat yourself like the beautiful spirit that you are. Remind yourself that you are doing your best and not to carry it all on your own. You have got this and the mother has got you. Let her broad arms take away your burdens. Let her lift the weight off the world of your shoulders. Forgive yourself, my sweet child of earth. Ooh, child, how can you mother yourself? That's powerful. That is really, really powerful. Um, hmm, who needs, this is for who needs to hear this. Yeah, just being gentle with yourself. Like, give your worries and fears to God. Give your worries and fears to, you know, the divine and trust that everything will work in your favor trust that again you will not be in this moment forever this too shall pass so you have nothing to worry about but you need to be gentle um during the process of up until you feel safe and secure you know whether that be with your finance your love life whatever but this card is telling you to mother yourself so be gentle be kind nurture yourself nurture any wounds or areas in your life that you feel necessary and give your stress and worries to God because he, he is above all everything and he will handle and take care of everything. All right, hey girl, hey, it's girl talk time. So as you guys know, on this podcast, I like to do girl talk where I give you guys my open opinion and advice and I try to be as raw and honest as possible. If you guys want Savage Anaya, you guys can include Savage Anaya in the email. If you want high perspective Anaya, you guys can put that as well. But we're just going to dive and jump into the first email. This one says, hello, beautiful. Thank you for this podcast. It has really helped me on my spiritual journey. Thank you, babes. She says, one thing I'm really struggling with is spending money on myself. When I spend over $100 on myself, I start to feel guilty about it. Lately, I've been telling myself that I deserve it and more and after saying that I feel a lot better. How do I stop feeling guilty about purchasing nice things for myself? Oh, by the way, I'm 29. Well, I think the first thing is to establish what is your relationship with your finances. You know, I know when I was not where I wanted to be, anytime I bought myself something, I used to feel bad because I'm like, damn, I need to be saving money or, you know, so I just feel like what is first you have to acknowledge what is your financial status and why you feel guilty is it because you're not where you want to be financially or is it because of a pandemic i feel like if you want to purchase something nice for yourself you deserve it and you're right telling yourself you deserve it is the first thing you should do um if you have paid your bills and taken care of your responsibilities yes you should be able to purchase something nice for yourself yes you should be treating yourself to a nice gourmet meal or taking your, some, yourself somewhere nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Or it could also be, you know, how your parents did with money. You probably never saw your parents 
do nice things so you just feel as an adult or oh, maybe I just need to pay bills and take care of shit you know so it could it could be triggered from that as well whatever it's from you need to form a healthy relationship with your finances or even budget like listen after these bills is paid I did what I did I put a little money into my savings this is my money that I have for me and I'm gonna do whatever I want and I'm not gonna feel guilty about it you know what I'm saying I think that is great that you are um, spending money on yourself and you are wanting to spend money on yourself and treat yourself to nice things but you have to also just keep in mind that no you should not feel guilty you should feel happy and the more you get to treat yourself the more you will want to work hard so you can treat yourself so I guess it's just perspective on the situation how you view it but no girl keep keep and listen, if your bills is paid and you did what you were supposed to do and you handled your business and you took care of things and now it's time for you to get the reward of your hard work, you deserve it. We do not work hard just to pay bills and die. That, I don't believe in that. So enjoy whatever it is that you decide to purchase for yourself. If it's $100, if it's $4, if it's $1,000, that's your money and do what you want as you best see fit for yourself. All right, so this next email says, Hey, Anaya, I'm a single mother of an eight-year-old daughter and haven't had a serious relationship in seven years. Yes, I know, that's a long time. Shaking my head, of course, I've had situationships but never wanted to commit to them. About three years ago, I met this guy who eventually became a great friend, but we lived a couple of hours away. We talked on the phone every day and really got to know each other. The first time we met in person, I didn't want to ruin our chances of possibly having more. So I didn't sleep with him, but girl, I, but hold on, wait. But girl, when I went to his city to celebrate my B-Day, it went down. I don't know if it was uh, anticipation or the fact that our connection was just deep and that made my body do things it hasn't done before. We continued to visit each other um, once a month for about two years straight until he got into a relationship. I was so hurt, so I blocked him. It wasn't until he hit me on social media and we started back talking. We attempted to have sex a couple months ago, but it was awkward. I honestly think it's because I haven't been with him in a while. I'm planning to go out there next month, but I'm not sure what to expect, Da da da. I would love to explore a relationship. I'm just not sure if he still feels the same. What should I do? Oh, and I forgot to mention, I'm 32. She did the emoji with the teeth. <laughs> you know, the smile with the teeth, like, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, he got into, okay, okay. Let me say this, ladies. There's a difference between being single, dating, and in a relationship. Those are three different stages. When you were talking to him, did he tell you he was dating or did he tell you he was single? That's number one. Number two, if you guys didn't have a title or a relationship, yes, you could be in your feelings, ladies. Yes, you could be hurt. This, I mean, fuck, it's our emotions. But if, if, if nothing was established, it's like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he decides to be open and honest with you and lay all the cards out on the table to explain why he did what he did, whatever, that's up to you for you to decide. My advice to you is, is this something you can handle? And yes, you may be 32 with an eight-year-old, but that doesn't mean that you're dead and your life is over. You do not have to settle for anything that you feel you don't have to go through. 
So my advice for you is to determine whether or not this man is even worthy of your time. Regardless of your age, regardless of you having children, because a lot of women will set themselves back because they have these factors. You have to ask yourself as a woman, is this worth even doing? You know what I'm saying? Regardless of whatever connection y'all have, regardless of your age, your situation, whatever. You have to ask yourself, is this worth me even pouring my energy? Am I investing my time? For two years, y'all was fucking around. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't have a solid relationship. And what do you expect for a man? And not to say it like that, because there's people who have long-distance relationship, but unless it was something going towards something serious, you know what I'm saying? Or if it was just, let's just see, you know? And this is why communication has to play a major part. Next time you go see him, it needs to be a conversation. It needs to be boundaries placed and set so he knows what type of woman he's dealing with now. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be boundaries set. It needs to be conversations being made. And you need to demand what you want, even if you want to deal with this person or not. And you see where his mindset is. And if he's on the same page with you, then by all means, knock yourself out and get, and get your man, girl. But if not, then keep it stepping. You ain't losing out on shit. Because you cannot force something on somebody unless they want that as well. All right, so this email says, hello, Anaya. I just turned 21 a couple of days ago, and on my 21st birthday, I met a man in the mall who I found out later is 29 with two kids, 9 and 10. Long story short, ooh, child. Hold on, hold on. That was a lot to take in. He got two kids, and they big kids, okay? 9 and 10, and he 29. Let's take that in. That's a whole, ladies, that's a lot. That's a lot, that's a lot, that's a lot. All right, long story short, he found out it was my birthday and wanted to come to pay for my birthday dinner. I accepted his offer and we had the best time. He was such a kind gentleman to not only me, but my mother and grandmother. He opened all doors, was very respectful, dressed very nicely, smelled amazing, perfect haircut, beard. He was just, he's been stuck on my mind ever since, but... He put his number in my phone and we've been talking ever since. He has businesses in three different states and is thinking of moving here soon. He never calls me my name. He only calls me his queen. Everything seems to be going perfectly, but I'm concerned that he's eight years older than me and has two kids. I feel like people will judge and think he's too old for me. Do you think I should think twice before moving forward with the man that is such older than me? Or the age gap may not be a big deal as people, a whole on, as a deal as I think. Thank you. Ooh, child. Um, first of all, I would question, this is me personally. I mean, some people won't, but this is me. A man who's 29 with two big kids, because 9 and 10 is big kids. They're not little kids, okay? They damn near almost teenagers. In, in three to four years, they be teenagers. So... What my first question is, why is a man who's 29 with two kids want the fuck to do with me and I'm 21? That would be the first thing. Number two, the second thing as a 21 year old that I would be thinking is, 
like what is the what is the motive like what are you trying to because i feel like men who date really young is because they want women that are young and naive so they can like manipulate and mind control them and things like that because they can't do that with a woman their age or older because because a woman like i'm 20 I'm 25, but like for me, I'm already looking at this nigga like, ooh, we got two kids. So he could be preying on women that's younger because they're a little bit more naive. You know, a 21-year-old is not really experienced life as an adult and a woman versus a woman in her mid-20s or even almost 30. So I would be questioning why. Now, if there's a genuine connection and he's really interested and there's a, this dynamic and connection with you guys, then that's different. But I don't think that I could deal with a man who has two kids that are 9 and 10 and I'm 21. You know what I'm saying? Like, sis, you only like 11 years older than them. They're like, I don't know. It's a lot of age gaps and factors. Um, what I would do, I would have him be nice and trick on me, but I wouldn't take him seriously, though. No, like to get in a serious relationship and get my feelings and emotions all involved. Hell no, mm -mm, I wouldn't do it. But if you want something cute and fun and exciting to do at 21, this sounds fun and exciting. Yes, it does. But, you know, and hypothetically speaking, in the future, what happens if you guys get serious? You about to be playing stepmom to these kids? Like, come on, sis, you got a whole life to live. So... I would have fun and I would let this man spoil me and treat me however the fuck he wants, but I wouldn't get too invested with my time and emotions on that type of level. So that is something that I feel you would have to decide what you are willing and worthy of giving or offering to this grown ass man with these kids. But for me, if I was 21 dealing with a 29 year old and he want to spend money and do nice things, I'll let his ass do it. But I ain't about to take you serious like that, sir. No. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I speak to you guys on the next one. Sending you guys love, light. I hope everyone is going to have a great Thanksgiving, a great holiday season. We're going to finish this year out strong. We're going to get serious in our prayers. We're not going to feel sorry for ourselves. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, we're just going to work on ourselves. We're going to work towards reaching our higher self and also getting prepared for next year, 2021, when it comes to what we want to attract, what we want to obtain into our life, abundance, love, happiness, whatever the case may be. So you guys have my support. You guys have my love. And I'm just encouraging you guys to keep going, believe in yourself, and keep striving for more that you feel you deserve in this life. Love you guys. Mwah.